Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm Macy and I'm so excited to have you here with me today. All right. So I'm just going to give you some life updates. So if you don't want to hear them, fast forward, maybe a little less than five minutes, and then you can get straight to the content, which is going to be a powerful question I ask myself to stay in growth. Okay. But before we do that, just a little life update. Finally, in Nevada, it is warm. It is consistently staying warm. For any of you all that battle seasonal depression or get really down in the dumps around winter when it's cold and it's dark and it just seems like you're never going to get out of it, I feel you. I hope that wherever you live, you're getting some good weather finally with spring being right around the corner. I am so grateful, so thankful I seriously feel like a different person every March and then I slowly sink into my down in the dumps in like November. (laughs) My husband jokes with me that I'm a completely different person whenever like when we wake up in the morning and all the blinds are shut in the house. I am so like, oh, I cannot stand that feeling. I cannot stand a dark gloomy house. I know that there's people out in the world that love it. I have family members that like will sit in the dark, in the daytime, when it's beautiful and sunny out and all the blinds will be shut and I literally will go insane. I cannot handle it. So my husband jokes with me because he says, as soon as I open the blinds, you are literally a whole different person. (laughs) Like, I know, I really do function well when it's sunny. So I'm excited for that. And then here in about a week and a half, I have a trip planned to Austin, Texas. I'm so excited since I did my certification at the Life Coach School. Like they have, a, a, I guess, a yearly mastermind. I don't know. This is my first time ever doing it. And I'm really excited. So it's all the LCS, that's short for Life Coach School, coaches that will come together. And, and to be honest, I really don't know what happens. I'm assuming a lot of coaching I'm assuming a lot of mingling and meeting people, which I'm truly excited for because between moving and not having, you know, new friends here in Vegas and missing all of my people back home, it's going to be nice to socially interact with people that are not just my husband and dog, even though I love my husband and my dog. I'm really excited for that. I'm excited to travel and just to do something different. I'm excited to push myself out of my comfort zone because I am a little bit, sometimes get social anxiety as well. So I like meeting new people, but then usually at the end of the day, I have to go back in and like regroup. So I've got my own little like Airbnb, not sharing this space with anybody, not because I don't love people or not because I wouldn't, like I I would do that. But when I have the opportunity to, it's kind of like my rest and recharge after being around a lot of people socially. And it's probably going to be really nice because, you know, with COVID, we've kind of been used to not being super social. And so I think like throwing myself in might be kind of um, different at first. But I'm super excited because I get to meet 
the people that I did my life coaching certification with, and I think you just build such a special bond because you're learning how to coach on a much higher level using specific, like a specific tool. And you're um, getting coached on sometimes very intimate and personal things to you, whatever that means for you. And you're learning in the process. And so there's a lot of vulnerability and there's a lot of mistakes made and there's a lot of going through feedback together and, you know, having your mistakes pointed out in front of people. And so you just build this special kind of connection and bind with those people that you go through certification with and yet we've never met in person or at least I've never met these women in person because they're all over the country. So I'm so excited to do that and to also meet and see other coaches that I have followed on Facebook for six years and never met in person. It's so bizarre to say that. And so that's kind of what I've got going on. So you have to make sure you follow me on Instagram because that's probably where I'll post the most stories. And my handle is always in the show notes. Okay, so let's talk about a powerful question that I ask myself to stay in growth. So when it comes to growing, a lot of times because of the human brain, our brain doesn't like to make a decision that's going to push us outside of our comfort zone. So what our brain offers a lot of times are all the reasons why we shouldn't do something versus all of the reasons why we should do something. So it's always going to offer us that worst case scenario, like uh, you shouldn't spend the money because of this, or you shouldn't because it might take too much of your time, or you shouldn't because you'll, you won't follow through, right? So our brain offers us a lot of reasons and anxieties around making powerful decisions. And the problem with that is that whenever you want to grow, you have to basically be willing to use a portion of your brain that you're not used to using. So what this, you know, kind of looks like, it's like if I wanted to stay the same person forever, I would just make all of my decisions from a place of comfort and never really push myself out of that zone. And If I had done that the last eight years, I definitely would not be talking to you on this podcast. I wouldn't be coaching people. I wouldn't probably have my own business. I would still be living my daily life, which was nothing was wrong with it. I want to make sure that people know that I didn't hate my life before what I've created now. My life was really, really great in many aspects. But I had a lot that I was also carrying and working through mentally, emotionally. And for me, I felt a deep inner knowing that I was meant for more. But because our brain loves comfort, mine included, my brain would have kept me in the same place for the rest of my life, at least probably the next 20, 30, 40 years. So I had to have a quote unquote come to Jesus moment with myself when I realized that if I continued making decisions from the me that I was then, like if I would have just stayed the same and continued making decisions from that version of myself then, that I would keep creating the same result in my life over and over and over again. And I had to ask myself like, do you like if if nothing in your life changed if you kept living the same day that you're living now every day for the next 10 years 20 years 30 years 40 years 
would you be super, super happy? Would you be thrilled? Would you be excited? Would you feel lit up inside? Or would you probably look back and say, you know what? I don't think that I pushed myself as much as I could have. I don't think that I really expanded to the point of figuring out what life could be. I think I just got a little bit comfortable and and kind of decided like this is okay. It's not, you know, it's not always rainbows and sunshine. Neither is any level you get to PS. But I could have I could have very easily made the decision from that place of like this isn't totally totally sucky like we're managing, we're getting through so we can do this, okay? And I ultimately had to to decide from looking at if if I made no different decisions for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, would I be happy with that? And ultimately, my my answer was no. But the most powerful question that I've asked myself to stay in growth is not what it will cost me to do the thing I'm afraid of, but what it would cost me if I don't. That is super important. So again, a lot of times human nature is to think of what doing something different is going to cost you. Okay, so sometimes this is financially, like you see a price tag on something that maybe you feel would be great for you, your growth, your experiences. It could be a retreat. It could be spending the money on a therapist or counselor. It could be investing in a coaching program or investing in a coach. It could be like it could be a million different things. It could be investing in a holistic doctor because you want more kind of like organic type of health care, holistic type of health care. It could be um, investing in a personal trainer to work with you one-on-one to make sure you're doing the moves correctly. And what our brain does a lot of times is it wants to think about what it will cost us to do it. So again, it could be very literal, like, okay, this is a big spend. This is a very scary thing for me to invest in. It's going to cost me a lot of money, whatever that means to you, because that is different for every single person, right? Somebody may think $100 is expensive. Somebody might think $1,000 is expensive. Some people might think uh, $10,000 is not expensive. Like everybody has a different kind of what we call money temperature for what they're willing to do or not do. But the point of the matter is that a lot of times what human nature does is it has us think about what we're going to lose, versus what we have the potential to gain. So if I'm using those examples of if you're afraid to invest in the personal one-on-one trainer, you think you're losing X amount of dollars, which I don't even know how much a personal trainer is. Let's just say $3,000, right, to work with this personal trainer for six months, or I don't I don't even know. Sorry, personal trainers. I really don't know. I'm sure there's a range too, because I'm assuming they're entrepreneurs a lot of times. But you think that the cost is the $3,000 or whatever it is. Same thing if you want to start investing in like a holistic doctor or Chinese medicine doctor, right, that's going to help you like use the right herbs and use the right um, types of things that work with your body. It might be way more expensive and insurance might not pay for it. So what your brain will immediately do is think of what you're losing by investing in that. And That is such an unfortunate thing for our brain because we don't think a lot of times, what am I going to gain in my life by doing this? So what you have to gain is oftentimes way more than what you would ever lose. So 
again, you're thinking of losing the money, but what do you have to gain if you're working with this personal trainer? Maybe you don't injure yourself. Maybe you um, have you know better results when you're getting that one-on-one attention. Maybe you actually meet your goals because you have somebody else showing up kind of as an accountability partner. And so there's so much you gain by making that decision versus what you're losing, which in that aspect could be like financially, right? You feel like it's a financial hardship. Or um, for instance, with the holistic doctor, you think that you're losing the money that you're spending because insurance won't pay you back, but what are you gaining by working with that professional who's able to cater your care to the needs of your body, who sees you as someone who's not just another number, but somebody that's coming into the practice that they can make a very specific plan of care for, watch you very closely and treat your needs accordingly and especially holistically If that's super important to you, you're not losing anything by the investment you're making, right? I mean, you can look at it that way, but is it serving you to think of it that way? But what are you gaining from making that decision from yourself? So this is something that I ask myself whenever I'm wanting to make a decision and I notice that fears start popping up because it's not even just financially how our brain talks us out of it. It's through time. Those are are the two biggest reasons why people say no to growth. They say they don't have the money and they say that they don't have the time. And the reason that people do these two reasons or say these two reasons, or I should say give these two reasons the most, is because most of the world will not combat you on it. Like most of the world is not going to question you on that because most of the world operates this way and feels that way. Everybody feels like they don't have enough time. Everybody feels like maybe they don't have enough money. And so when you give these reasons, nobody kind of gives you any kind of pushback unless unless you're working with a coach, in which case we usually do. Um, just because it's your brain offering you something a lot of times to protect you from doing the hard thing. It's, it's oftentimes not that you can't, as true as it feels. It's not that you can't. It's that your brain is using a lot of protective responses to keep you exactly where you're at. Time and money are the two easiest to use because nobody is going to give you any pushback on it because they're using the exact same reasons, okay? (laughs) So I did this too. I used to always say, I don't have the time. I don't have the money to do it. And then when I realized that what that was creating was the same result in my life year after year after year after year, and I finally got to the point where I hated that result being created year after year after year after year, I realized that I better find the time and I better find the money in order to change my life. And it's funny because that created more money in my life and it created more time in my life. So it's like people who who do say like, I don't have the time to hire a personal trainer But then you're not making time to go to the gym either. And the personal trainer can meet you where you're at, even if it's a 30 minute session at your house. It's so interesting sometimes how the brain works and like makes excuses for things just to keep us safe. It's like silly brain. Why do you do this? But but the second reason is people will say, I don't have the time and they're thinking of what it will cost them in terms of time. So if, for instance, I have someone come to me and they're like, can you help me improve my emotional intelligence? Yes, absolutely. And then maybe they're like, okay, well, how's your program set up? And I'm like, well, it's all self-paced in the Equip Society. Like you can get in, you can watch the videos as you want to, you can come to the weekly coaching calls every single Wednesday. 
And they might say, oh gosh, I don't have the time. Okay, and that will feel very, very valid. Like I don't have the time. So what they think is that this investment into themselves is going to cost them their time. And the tricky thing about this is, is because they believe it's going to, you know, cost them their time, they're thinking of it in terms of what they'll be losing. They think that they're going to be losing time. Now, you could look at this and be like, well, it's true if they're spending time, you know, working on certain skills or coming to coaching calls, technically it is taking their time, right? Does your brain go here? Because even if your brain just went there, like, yes, Macy, of course, they're investing their time. They're going to be losing time. Did your brain offer you that, again, your investment in what's going to help you grow is a loss? Or was your brain able to think for a second about what it might gain by spending the time doing the work? Like, what is the the benefit of making that sacrifice of spending whatever amount of time, whether it's, you know, an hour a week or 30 minutes in a day or 15 minutes in a day. A lot of times our brain will offer that we don't have the time, which is hilarious too, because most people are scrolling on social media at some point in the day, (laughs) whether it's at night when you're laying in bed after you've put the kids down or, you know, at breaks on work at work or in the morning at a red, you know, a stoplight or whatever, red light. And your brain will offer that you don't have time, but you can replace that time with something that is going to be an investment in your growth, no matter what it is, a podcast, like you're listening maybe now, when you could be doing other things. You could be playing Candy Crush, and maybe your investment in yourself is to spend time listening to something that's going to help you grow. And what's normal is the brain will say, if we do this, This is what we're going to lose. And where I am telling you, you have a big opportunity to grow is asking yourself the question, not what am I going to lose? What do I have to gain by saying yes to myself in this way? What can I gain? So even um, this mastermind that I'm going to here in a week, I had all the brain normalcy of like, oh, that means you're going to be traveling again because P.S. I have I've traveled, well, I'm getting ready to travel a lot. Like looking at my schedule, my brain can easily feel overwhelmed at the amount of times I'm going to be flying between now and June. And then I've had friends ask like even beyond June and my brain can't even go there. Like I just need to be able to make it through June (laughs) and all of these flights before I feel like I can make another decision. But even the decision to go to Austin was a little bit um, daunting to my brain, not because I didn't want to meet people, not because I didn't want to grow, but because it was almost doing the whole failure ahead of time type of deal where it was offering me like, well, what do you got to lose? Like it's going to cost this amount of money to invest in all of it. The stay, the flight, the food, the dinners, the, you know, like all of the things I had to add all of that up. It's going to cut out the time that you have to work on taxes. I tend to be slow, slow little snail whenever I work on taxes and usually right up to the last minute before they're due. So I was thinking it was going to cost me my time, right? It's going to cost me this amount of money. Like, do am I up for that? What am I going to lose by going? 
Um, you know, then I'm going to be traveling again, like just two weeks later to go home for a wedding I'm really excited about. It's going to make me tired. Like, am I going to be super exhausted? Like all of this crap. And then I thought like, but what do I have to gain by going? Now, I can't tell you all everything that I'm going to gain by going because I've never been, but I imagine that what I'm going to walk away with is going to be 10,000 times more significant than what I will have quote quote lost whether it be my time or financially by investing in it right what I have to gain is oh and another thing I get to meet one of my clients that I've never even met that sounds so bizarre to say she lives just outside of like downtown Austin and she's been coaching with me for, I think, about a year and a half. I think she found me through the podcast. So just as you guys find me a lot of times, she found me through the podcast maybe like two years ago and eventually reached out for a consult. And then we started working in a group setting together. And now she's working with me one-on-one. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be in Austin. And, and so now we're setting up a dinner. And it's just so bizarre that I've never met her in person. I know so much about her life and the fact that I'll get to hug her and squeeze her in person like that is always a favorite time for me to meet my clients in person because I feel like I know you guys when we're coaching every week and zooming every week it just it's just like oh of course I know them but but then when you really think about it it's like oh my god we've never met like what what is this malarkey that's happening so I'm excited for that that's another gain right I get to meet a client that I have been working with for a year and a half and that I love dearly I will likely gain my brain exploding a million times watching people get coached, I'm assuming, or listening to Brooke Castillo, you know, talk on stage and other people who are going to share things, tips and tricks for their business or what's helped them grow or scary things. I will get to meet and mingle a lot of other people who are passionate about helping others the way that I am. Like when I, if I were to compare a list side by side, what I would quote unquote lose is so minimal to what I would gain. And that is what you have to think about when you're making decisions to help you grow. How can investing in the personal trainer, right, the private Pilates or yoga sessions, the holistic doctor, if that's what you want, or the coach, or the coaching program, or the therapist, or the psychiatrist, or the whatever it is that you want to invest in, right? Like how, instead of thinking, what am I going to lose by doing that for myself, train your brain to think about what you have to gain. And what what will I lose if I don't make this decision? Like that's a better question. What, what do I have to lose by not doing it? So If I'm thinking about my Austin trip, what do I have to lose by saying no? Well, I don't get to meet all my classmates that I formed a great bond with while I was in certification. I wouldn't get to see other coaches that I have met or slash followed on social media for the last eight or not eight years, six years. I wouldn't get to meet my one-on-one client. I wouldn't get to hear from Brooke Castillo live. I wouldn't be able to take away whatever it is I'm going to take away on this Austin trip. I wouldn't have a, you know, travel business expense write-off. Like there's so many things that I would lose by saying no to myself. And the most important question is, do you love your reasons? Okay, Do you love your reasons? So when I think about the money spent or the time spent, 
because it would be exhausting or because I have to fly again after that, you know, a few weeks later because I'll have to maybe record a few podcasts ahead of time or whatever the excuse might be. It's like, do I love those reasons? Like, am I willing to sacrifice my growth and what's possible for my future and really becoming my highest self for the little inconveniences? Like maybe you are, maybe you are willing to sacrifice those things. But it is important to ask yourself, like, do I love my reasons for the decision that I'm making? Because a lot of times we actually really don't. When we say like, I don't have time or I don't have the money or I don't think that I'd be good at it or I don't think that I'll show up for myself or I don't think I would get anything out of it or I don't think whatever it is, a lot of times if you sit with that, you don't even like your reasons. Like, are those reasons like legit enough for you to say no to your personal growth, to something that's going to help you be better, whether it is mental health, emotional health, physical health, um, finances, like whatever it is that, that the result that you're wanting, that's ultimately what you're saying no to when you go back on your decision. You're saying no to the result that you want. You're saying no. So do you love your reasons for saying no? Now, there will be times in your life where you do love your reasons, but there are also going to be times in life where you don't. And what I want to encourage you to do is think about your reasons and make sure you're madly in love with your reasons, whether you say no or yes. That's also the purpose, by the way, of a coaching consult. Like after we do a a consult, It's never like my job is not to get you to a yes. At least that's not how I see it. Like that is not my job on a consult to get you to a yes. My job is to get you to a decision and a decision that is a yes or a no and a decision that you are madly in love with. Okay, that you love your reasons no matter what your reason was or is. That's the most important part. Because that teaches you to make powerful decisions that are serving you for your highest and greatest good. And there might be times in your life where you're just not ready, no matter what the decision is, or it's not, you know, it doesn't, it's not going to be the right time, or you really don't have the uh, capacity to do it without totally stressing yourself out and stretching yourself to then. But then there are going to be moments where your brain is truly just offering what I would call imaginary obstacles to make sure that you stay the same version of yourself that you've always been. And it's it's worth noting that the brain that got you here right now is not the brain that will take you into your future self. Little tweaks have to change. Little different decisions have to be made than you would normally make. That's how you become your highest self in whatever capacity you're looking to become your highest self. So for instance, when I absolutely hated public speaking, but I had a desire to be the woman that could speak publicly, whether on Facebook Live or in front of people, and it scared me. Like I was the type of person that (laughs) would make up any excuse not to have to do public speaking. When I had to take it in college, I've talked about this on the podcast, that was like, the worst time in my life. Like seriously, <laughs> I what well, I felt so stressed out 
during those years in college where public speaking was mandatory in order to become a freaking occupational therapist, right? But I'm sure that it served me. Like what I what I gained from from having to do it is probably a lot more than what I lost, which was sleep and um, you know, I stressed all the time. But loss of appetite, right? Like those are the things I lost. Loss of appetite, loss of sleep, loss of sanity as I, you know, worked myself into an anxious mess trying to brave, be brave enough to to present in front of classmates that I, you know, will likely never see again. But the whole point of saying that is that up until that point, my brain had always made the decision to stay small and stay comfortable And if I didn't want to be an occupational therapist as bad as I did at that time, I probably would have never enrolled in those classes. Like I would have taken any other major to not have to take those classes. That's how much I hated it. But my highest self then wanted to be an occupational therapist. And so in order to, you know, become one, I had to take public speaking. So I was willing to show up with a little bit of a different brain each class in order to become that person. Now, whenever I got through it in college, then I was in a relationship marketing company where people were passing down the torch and looking for other people to present the product at public, what we would call market parties, where you shared it with strangers. And I didn't want to, like I really didn't want to. (laughs) My highest self knew it would be good for me because my highest self did desire to be able to do it without having a full-blown panic attack. That's what my highest self envisioned for us. Like, right, like go carry yourself as this woman that can hold it together and not have, you know, messy like stomach aches for the next five days. Can you go pull yourself together, woman? And, you know, in my current brain at that point, it felt like, no, no, we can't pull it together. We're going to die before we ever get to present it. But I had to be willing to stretch my brain And make different decisions than I normally would in order to get to that place. And I had to stop thinking, what will I lose by doing it? Sleep, um, appetite, all of those things. And what would I have to gain instead? Or what will I lose by not making this decision that scares the shiitake mushrooms out of me? And what I would lose by not making the decision to say yes in those moments of like, you know, I'm going to present the product would be the ability to grow in public speaking would have been the ability to build my skills uh, socially would have been the ability to knock down um, my belief that my anxiety holds me back in everything because I once believed my anxiety held me back in everything. I wouldn't have known the products as well. I learned a lot because I had to kind of study them in order to present or at least know kind of what I wanted to say. I gained having a better memory. Um, I gained becoming more comfortable in social settings. I gained becoming my highest self um, much faster. So it's not about what you're going to lose if you make the decision. Be very aware of your sneaky brain in these moments. It's about what you will lose by not making the decision. Utilize this in every decision you make and you can make very powerful decisions that are going to take you from living the same day every single day for the next, you know, two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years to living whatever life you dream up for yourself. 
And if I can help you at any port of the, any port, any port of the process, if I can help you at any point in your process, then please be sure to reach out to me. I am only going to take about two to three more one-on-one private clients. I will say that. I'm very focused on making the equipped society the place where like the container that holds everything that I want to do moving forward. So with that being said, if you want to work one-on-one, be mindful that I'm only going to keep about three spots open for that at any given point. Um, I'm currently working with, I think, three or four. So I want to keep it under eight people, preferably, and focus a lot of my attention on the Equip Society and making that the place to be. But I also do love one-on-one work. So I'm not ready to give it up at this point in my journey yet. But with that being said, if you've kind of been waiting on that, you might want to reach out and do a consult to see if like now's the right time for you or if it feels like the right fit. Otherwise, the Equip Society is open all the time. And I want to and will help you grow in your awareness overall highly focusing on all the emotions you're going to have to learn how to work through in order to build your life, you know, and become your highest self, no matter what category of life that falls in. Marriage, partnership, friendship, mom life, dad life, it's open to women and men, you know, corporate life, like whatever it is, whatever area, the Equip Society is definitely for you and will be a good fit if you're wanting to learn how to improve your emotional intelligence and have a great community um, for all of that work. And lastly, I want to just remind you that I am doing a free masterclass that is going to be coming up really, really soon called The Equipped Parent. This is so, I'm so excited for this. I'm going to be working on this right now. It is scheduled to happen, um, let's see, April, I want to say the 4th. Let me Let me check my calendar. Yes, the 4th and the 5th. And again, it's absolutely free. I will put the link in the show notes so that you can click it and go right to the Facebook group. You will not have your Facebook group uh, request accepted until the group opens on April 4th. Okay, so just a heads up about that. Don't freak out if you're like, did she see my request? I see it. I'm just not letting anybody in there until April 4th. Also, be sure that you are on my email list at macyrenee.com. At the very top, it will pop up where you can sign up. Make sure you sign up for those emails so that if anything changes, because that is a few days before my trip, I'm working really hard to get all of the content ready to present that masterclass for you. However, if something unexpectedly comes up, All announcements will be released for that through email. So if you're not on my email list, you will miss pertinent information. Okay, so just make sure you go do that on macyrenee.com and um, make sure that you click the link in the show notes to find the Facebook group. Um, So that way you can join. The Equipped Parent is going to be a free two-day masterclass that is going to really help you understand yourself and also like where our patterns begin, how it shows up in childhood, how it's showing up in your adulthood. And as a result of that, will really help you become more aware and even the way you're parenting, okay? So it's free. You are welcome. Men and women are welcome. Feel free to get in. If you hear my dog barking, he's getting restless. So I'm going to get off here. But I love you guys. I will be in touch with you again next week. Enjoy the weather if the weather's great. Hang in there if it's not. And I'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye-bye.